0: ladies and gentlemen uh this is the fans verdict where you will get your opinion through about the latest game that's just gone ahead and obviously the um the game that's just gone ahead with the um defeat at blackpool 4-1 defeat um or no, it's a 4-1 4 defeat it's even worse isn't it mate 3-1 um, but it felt like 4-1 anyway but there you go um we lost it was crap and we'll get all your um get all your uh um, opinions right now. As always, I'm joined by um, Super Dunk, um, Sir Dunk, Sir Ray, the podcast king, and um, Mr Garvey Major, Tom. So um, for further ado, just before, like I said, as always, as I do, we are proud and honoured to be in association with the Watford Football Club, former players club, voted, uh, fronted by such legends as Watford's favourite son, Luther Blissett, and Pricey Neil Price, 1984 fa cup watford left back head on over to facebook.com forward slash taylor May players big thank you to them um, for their support as ever so um yeah i'll be flashing up the comments there'll be so so many comments i do apologize if i don't shout out all your comments but i will be flashing them up so i do promise that so thank you ever ever so much right okay um major tom mate i'll go come straight to you um what a shower that is Yeah, say that
1: again. I was at the game. I was fucking at the game. If anyone questions ever says to me Be careful what you wish for with regards to these owners two words. Fuck off. Because they are the reason why we're in this shit. They are the reason. Oh shit me night screen. Um you still hear me?
0: Yeah, mate, yeah. (laughs) Go on, mate, carry
1: on. Yeah, Yeah, they are the reason we are in this mess, right? 150, 180 million quid of debt, wherever it is. So many of those taken out. No strengthening of the squad. So when you think about that, when you think about the strengthening of the squad, is it any wonder why we're playing so badly when it's the same group of players that got relegated without any fight last year? Someone tell me why they should still be in charge. Well, yes, there's going to be no one to take us over because they're not going to take on that want to take on that much debt. That's why. That's why, on the pitch, we were fucking awful. No, hash, no, nothing. It's the usual, usual bollocks that we talk about when they don't. When there's no fight. The first half, I actually thought we, were all, we weren't we were that bad. It was poor defending for their first goal. But going forward, we did all right. We were doing very well on the, our left side. Kamara getting some decent balls in. Semer getting some decent balls in. I thought Bayo, the first half, played all right as well. Second half, we just crumbled. Substitutions, our substitutions changed the match. And yeah, he goes down the village. If that was Edwards, people would have been calling for his head. And they were doing it after West Brom. So our fan base, our fan base is a fucking joke, absolute joke,
2: bullshit,
1: bollocks, nah fuck off, <laughs> ran over, Put so out,
0: done. Hang on, what's your take on it Ray, um, echo the thoughts of um, Tom? I can totally understand their frustrations. If you
3: heard my uh, mini-podcast earlier, which I didn't notice, a lot of people that understood that I totally take the fans' uh, feelings about what's going on out there. I think it's gone um, over over too far, um, it's gone too far. And I'm not blaming the management. What I am blaming is the people in the hierarchy above, the Pozos, Duxbury, Walker, et cetera. Um, yes, when we first came in, they they built up our football club and made it a better stadium. But yes, I, I, I agree with uh, the principal and getting that done, and everyone felt great about it. Uh, a few years on, in fact, the last four years, all we've been saying is the same things like saying the same old record every, every week, and that is the bat four. It's always about the bat four. They didn't recruit properly four years ago when the old guard was still there and they needed to replace them. Um, we now have a lot of injury, a lot of problems, um, and which, which, unfortunately, um, contribute towards uh, our playing situation because we can't get a consistency going on. Yes, we started off, well, we Billich with a four nil win and everyone thought fantastic, but we've been brought down to earth with two defeats in a row. Um, the injuries get worse and uh, you start thinking about the medical team is, is there's something wrong medically going on yet yeah, again like there was a few years ago um and bilic you can't blame him for total total, total um disarray but it's the people that are on the pitch at the time that a professional footballers get paid good money to go and perform every week who have got to take responsibility yes Luz was back for his first game fantastic apparently his goal was brilliant but um you've got two or three players that play out their skins every week and the rest are very average. Now you can't do that. If you want to be successful, you've got to be continuity wise. The whole team has to play together. And as I said, at the beginning of this season, and I'll say it again, you know, consolidation season. I, I, I still believe that to be true. I'd like to think, yeah, we'll be toxic. But I just can't see it. I believe we'll finish about 10th. Um, and that's because if they, if they finish higher than that great it's because of what's going on they need new owners I've, and I, I keep saying this you know come on out and get your money out pay you know buy out the Pozos because we need somebody passionate involved with this football club we can bring the community back together as it was before um, that's all I've got to say about it I just think there's so many so many things that are going wrong um, The players are just not playing for each other at the moment. It's lack of passion. And we lack a leader. And I think Duncan will agree with me on this. We lack a leader of a John Eustace um, person, a captain, who can do a good job on the pitch and be a leader. We haven't got anyone on the pitch. Cabocet is useless. Sorry, he's not a motivator. We need someone with strength and guile who will motivate the players, not just on the pitch, but in the changing room as well. And yes, people have mentioned Dean on my show earlier. Yeah, I agree, but it's past it. We need we need somebody new now to take on the reins and cleverly not playing at the moment, so um, I could go on and on and on, but I'm not going to waste it because other people gonna talk on this boat. I'll hand over to Dunk.
2: <laughs> I think there's a lot that you were saying earlier that where we wanted a consolidation season almost. And it seemed yeah. like we were going that route, having Edwards in charge saying this was a long-term yeah. project, we were gonna back and come to high water. It seemed yeah. like the club agreed that at the time it was gonna be it wasn't gonna be promotional bust. That wasn't no. the goal that seemed to be the case at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And then at some point that changed. And it's been for the worse. I do think Billich in isolation was a good appointment. But if mm. that's the case, we should have appointed at the beginning of the season, all stuck with yeah. Edward. We've repeated the same mistake as the last season, of sticking with this going to Ranieri, where we're, tr- we're in a halfway house. We're, we don't have a balanced squad. We have... Of the centre-backs, I think Kong is fine for this level. I know one-on-one he was beaten today, but he wasn't why we lost. Cabocelli, no. fat. wonder if... Bear with me, I wonder if this will work. As this is backing up what you were saying earlier, bear with me. Can you see my screen?
0: Yeah, hang on two seconds. Go on, you go, mate.
2: So, where are you? This is the second goal. So, I don't know if people have had a chance to see that. So, you can see Cabasale there, tracking his man. And look at that. He's actually shocking. He's it's jogging. He's still jogging. Where is Cabaselli against his man? So he's... T- like t- he's... T- that's fine. Still yeah. little bit backed off. Fine, I get what he's thinking there. And starts running. He's actually running there. You can see he's keeping pace. Slows. That point there, he slows. Gives him time to pick up his man. And that is a lovely volley. You have to say that's a lovely finish on him. But... The build-up to that was entirely, entirely preventable. And it's unforgivable, no matter what level you are, whether it's Sunday League, even 6 aside, side even playing casual 6 aside, no matter what level you are, the lack of interest, the lack of care, the lack of motivation to keep pace with man that you're ready running with, for what? Cabezale cost us at least two goals, to my knowledge. That one, I think he was involved with the first one. Where him and a Kong were split by the man in the middle, but should have been more a man than a Kong's.
3: Mm.
2: Mm. I do think somewhere in there, we've seen it before, a Kong is a leader. And when he's when he's got some self belief and confidence in him, he can do that role. Same with Clevy, but Cleverly's injured, so that's not so much help. No. We do have a couple of characters in the squad, but we don't have them on the pitch to influence. No, no, no.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, I I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you, mate. Um, the thing is, though, I'm look at, looking at the game as well, and I'll get everyone's comments in, in a second, so I'm not going to waffle on too much. But in terms of the game, first half, we had 72 to 73% possession. Okay people will come back me and completely right. And it doesn't matter. You could have 99.9% position. It's what you do with it that counts. Mm-hmm. And we only scored one goal from it. And we went into the break level. So um, the 72%, we didn't really um, utilize very well. Second half, like you said, you know, it's a good goal. Uh, no doubt about it. But if you're tight on the man, you reduce the risk and um, the space for them to take those kind of shots. And, in ter- in just in general you could see how poor blackpool were in the first half we pressed them we tr- we tried to force the issue we, what we were lacking was a killer killer um ball um in the final third and that's what really undone us if we had scored earlier and probably got probably went two or three goals up not saying we would have necessarily done but if we had been a bit more ruthless up front and taken our chances then they, you would not have seen the Blackpool you saw in the f- second half, and like not any a, team, and we, every, everyone knows this, the le- let's just say the lesser teams because it sounds really arrogant, but it's only because we got came down from the Premier League. But the, the, it's considered the lesser team, the more the longer it stays level, or the longer they stay um, stay um, one or two goals up, the more chance the more chance they're going to win, and especially you know, especially it was evident today, the more. T- chances we give, gave them the ball, the more the more they grew in confidence and you had that knock on the effect that we had in the second half. We gave them too much space. We let a team that really, to be honest, first half they were just knocking long balls um, up all the time. That's all they were doing first half. And I, I don't mean to slate them because at the end of the day, they deserve to win. Hands down, they deserve to win. They're a better side. I hate to say it, but that, that was the, the be all and end all of it. But if you give them that that given that confidence, that just that little inch, they will grab it, and that's exactly what happened today. We were simply not good enough. Okay, the positive—I will throw a positive out there. Thank God we've actually scored a free kick. Loser, absolutely amazing free kick, one of the goals of the season. Um, fantastically well taken. Knew exactly where he was going to put it, Um, it's just a shame we couldn't build in it from, like, say, from the uh, possession that we had. And. We've got to regroup. I know we're the same crap. They're working hard. We'll go again. Blah, blah, blah. But we have to regroup. We can't can't linger on this too long. Regroup no. next week because we've got Norwich. Is going They're going to batter us if we play like that again, especially second half, and especially like we did against Swansea because we invited them on too much. Mill's going to be tough anyway. It always is. And then we've got the scum. So... I'm really worried. I know the scum game's Endle, but as far as I'm concerned, that's a massive cup tie for us now because if we go in there still not winning, then, oh, oh, I don't know what... I I mean, some fear on billets because at the end of the day, we've been shit since the FA Cup semi-final. Since we beat them, we won one game against Huddersfield, which I was very pleased to go to, um, which was... And I I remember sitting in with Ross and um, Mr Morgan and his... Yeah, yeah, fantastic. It was a fantastic day out, 2-1. But after that, um we faltered, got spanked in the FA Cup final, and then Javi didn't get um backed the way he should have done, especially with defenders. And we've been we've been weak ever since Prodil and Kabul. um were not yeah. being we're not fit and not being selected. I think we've been lacking ever since then. So um that's pretty much where it stems from. But um, excuse me, guys and girls, I've waffled on too much. So Let's get all your opinions for because no. because at the end of the day, this is the fans' verdict. So I'll try and read out as many as I can. So apologies if I haven't, but I will flash up everyone's, everyone's opinion. Um, evening, guys, from Kev. Um, let's get a few of the Facebook ones on because, like I say, it comes up as Facebook user, but obviously um, – we do actually have a young. I've got the form up in on here now, so we've got Dean Brig. Evening, you lot. Can't stay for long, but all like uh, all I'm saying is shamble. So, Dean, if you have gone, mate, big big thank you. Um, if you're watching it again for um watching, um, Potso out for Mark Jason. Potso out. Mark's uh, re- reiterated again. He says Potso out. Um, John. Parsley says, Bizic has now lost the same number of games, league games as Edwards. So now what happens, Gino? Mark Weaver says, Elton, take over. Look like, exactly what you said, Ray. Kevin Lurwell, Evening Kevin says, Evening gentlemen. Dino, the young man, which you will see tomorrow night on TMA Sunday Night Live, he says, the squad should be good um, enough to beat the <laughs> fucking Blackpool, regardless who's in charge. Potts says need to. Uh, that's from Mark. Dean's also said, totally agree um, load of wrist action. I'm off to cook some chilies. <laughs> I hope they're very tasty, mate. Um, yeah, definitely. He's, um, he, he's not a wanker. Actually, he's actually quite a nice guy, but he, he'd probably deny that. Um, John Parsley said about Elton taking over. He says Elton simply hasn't got the money. He uh, never ever really put a lot in. Um, he could attract investors, but who? It's the culture change that needs to uh, needs to. It's the culture that needs to change. I thought we were going to reset, but now it's hard to see where it goes. So they need to get some balls and tell us a five year plan. Paul Wiggins' problem has been since two thousand and sixteen, where we ignored the defence, yet ended up buying buying a thirty five million pound winger who is not required. Uh, Pot says ignore our defence problems season after season. I think you're um, referring to. Um, so, that was 2019, mate, I think. But look, correct me if I'm wrong if you're going on about Pereira or anyone like that. Um, Dino says, not um, not one good player in the team with any balls. Yeah, because Blackpool had most uh, most of the ball second half, mate. That's probably why, but you're absolutely correct. Mr. Parzo says, Cabaselli in that incident shows the issue now with the sackings. Players don't need to be accountable as they know the coach will take the heat. I've defended him at times, but that type of defending smacks of of hiding. If someone does that in my six aside Monday night team, they get slaughtered for not closing down. Fight for every bloody ball, but we don't do that. Luton right. will smash us because they play with what the, our team doesn't have: passion and guts. Us from Dino, um, John says, "Pissage point, absolutely spot on." Thank you very much, mate. Um, not everyone agrees with me, but that's really I appreciate that. Um, same as Swansea take chances but then we don't have the balls for the fight when a team steps up and then michael wadham evening mike um he says lack of investment in our defense as um is long gone now so yeah a couple a few youtube ones they're not sure if the club goes from there is there uh, any opinion uh other than the change in the owners i'll come to you ray um very very shortly mate with that um Kev says, "Here, here!" that would back up his mini speech at the shows. Dave said, to be honest, we went one down. I still think we would smash Blackpool by at least two goals. We missed Pedro today. Keeper played well. Yeah. Some great saves. Worried that we will get beat by Luton. and They are on form. Uh, Mr. Garvey actually said but just before he we, um, went off, he says, For, um, forget to mention, guys, Truce was the only player to come to us at the end. Everyone else walked off. Davis refused to look. Kamara gave a pathetic wave. Cowers, Pozzo's out. Dave also said, Ray, be careful what you wish for. Do you um, remember what happened to Charlton? Fans getting a bit above themselves tend to look what happened. Um, Mm -hmm. Tom uh, Tom W, he says, I I noticed Cabaselli back off as well. It stood out immediately. Uh, a couple more, sorry, guys. Um, Caroline said it's only been a couple of years uh, since a promotion in Isco, bringing the players together in a cohesion team. Now there is no passion. The negativity is spread through the club. Lee Kusek, what the fuck uh, would Davis in the spirit doing on the bench? Um, yeah. Also, yeah, the danger now is other teams will fancy this. agree. And everyone still backs Potso, should stop buying there. And they're burying their heads in the sand. Yes, they've done good in the past, but now they don't seem to care. Get him, ducks, meat and those shower of crap players out. Mr. Kid Chris, evening, mate. Sorry that he did say hi earlier. So, hi, Chris. He said need new owners now. And also, finally, Bilic commented that he doesn't see a group of players determined to win a game. Says it. Oh yeah. So we'll see. Um, Ray, I'll come back to you, mate. We'll see um, opinion on the owners. Do you, again.
3: Well, I think I think they they're past their uh, past date. Sorry, they're past their past date. <laughs> Talking like me yeah. now, mate. Oh, carry on. Sorry. Their expiry date. That's yeah. what they're thinking. You know, to me, um, look, all the fans can't all be wrong, can they? You know, if we can all see it, why the crap can they not see it? What What is it? Is it because they just think it's a business and it do not run an emotional roller coaster? The fans pay the money at the gate. They deserve better than they're getting, right? And particularly, and Duncan highlighted it, Cabaselli's lack of movement for the ball on the, the left-hand side where it just seemed to stop running. Now, commit, that is a lack of commitment. And that, to me, says that because we, we've we got the injury problems we've got and he's in the side, he just seems to be drifting. He's not playing to what potential he does have. When he wants to play, he can play really well. From his earlier time at Watford, he looked good. But now he just doesn't seem to care at all. Um, that's not what we need in this team. People have made the journey out to Blackpool today. they spent good money to stay in hotels, etc to go and watch a game of football which if to be honest with you right they should have their money back hmm. it's an absolute disgrace absolute disgrace Watford should compensate in some way for the next away game um tickets to people who made that journey up there uh, today um as a complimentary ticket to the next away game I just feel they've been let down badly we all have been um And we, we deserve some answers. And I think structurally, if it's not Elton, then we need to get some investors and get a bloody Arab in or something. I don't care who it is, but somebody who cares enough about this football club, right? It's gotta be a a fan, a football fan of some sort that can come in with a bit of money and a few backers and Mm. really take the heart back into the club and the fans, so the fans get the care they deserve. Because at the moment, they don't seem to give a shit about the fans. Um, And the players showed that on the pitch, the commitment. Plus, at the end of the game, didn't go to the fans when they should have done. Years ago, you wouldn't have had that. All the players used to go to the crowd, win, lose, or draw. Um, That shows a lack of uh, commitment, and they don't care about the club. If they don't care about the club, they can get back on the bus and go. Or you haven't got any time for them anymore. And they do miss Pedro. I don't care what anyone says. His great ability, his fight. You know, he's been missing the last two or three games. And I think that's all that's I've got to say, really. I'll pass you on and dunk.
2: I'm to, at the moment, been thinking of any positives to even take from today. I think there are, just to try and make things a little bit like, there are very few positives I can think of from the game today. But there are a few. And I'm going to try and think what they were. The First is we've seen Delhi Bashiru come back from his long term injury since what was it, August? Mm. He got through yeah. the game without without any fuss. And I think that will really help alleviate some old central midfield issues because at the moment, when you look at how we take the ball, try and move it forward, only loser out of Kayembe, Chowdhury, he's the only one who plays reliably who can pay, take a ball pass it, move, be ready to receive it again quickly and reliably. And hopefully Deli Bashiru, when he's back, can give a little bit more of that and provide a little bit more balance. Because that's one where we're coming unstuck a lot. When we're trying to pass it from the back, who do we aim for? Before it was before loser was back, we only had Chowdhury Kembe back there. At Kembe hides he doesn't want the ball. He wants to carry... You want the game on the ball higher up the pitch and then run a person or shoot. But you don't want him to actually be a passer from the back. He can't do it. Chowdhury is a very good destroyer, very classic destroyer type player where he'll win it, move it on simply. But we're asking too much of him. That's where if you partner with a loser... And you get the right balance ahead of them, you'll see a much better, more coherent team there, I think.
3: Yeah.
2: We also yeah. saw loser. Speaking of loser, he did the whole 90 minutes. There was a concern at half time when he was holding his right calf, coming off, limping off. But it seems maybe that was impact, perhaps, could he completed the whole 90. So hopefully with him, he's gonna be the difference between playoff or not or no playoffs. That's how important he is, and we need him fit for the whole season. Agree. Oh, and Espria, finally, with Espria, these are only refree positives I can think of from today. Espria, uh, when cutting in from the left side where Temer was, cutting in, taking really good first touches, beating his man, he was doing what Sal wasn't today. He was brave on the ball. He was willing to take on a man. He was willing to take a chance, even if it doesn't work. Espria tries, and he'll fight, which Saar doesn't at the moment. Saar is Saar's playing like a £5 million winger, not £30 million. Hmm. We And I'd rather have Saar off the pitch for Espria, trying to play that same role. Because as, as hmm. you said earlier, going back to your point, where's the commitment? I'm seeing it from Espria. I'm seeing it from Loser. I'm generally seeing it from Davies. I do think Chowdhury's trying. I think Ikong is trying. Sierra Alta. Kamara does try, although he didn't have a great game today. Gosling played better right back than Gaspar does, which says a lot about Gaspar. But anyone else? Anyone else you can think of that really you'd say, I can see them trying to actually play for the shirt and play for the team. Is there anyone you can see apart from those
0: that you can think mm. of um well based on what we saw today and you know i'd certainly take Kiembi out of out of the team and delhi yeah. bashiru okay he's probably one or two games away from playing like like you said with loser playing the 90 minutes results was really really please that's another positive i'd put delhi bashiru um loser and chowdhury and in midfield i think to be to Back up um, on the Chowdhury um, thing that you said as well, and the Dogs joined in as well now, um, that Chowdhury is there to break up plays, they say the dirty player in terms of um, not not flying in for tackles, doing the Roykin and breaking legs, blah, 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 and all that sort of stuff. What I mean is just breaking play up, disrupting uh, the opposition's um, rhythm and, you know, Feeding it to people that can actually play, i.e., wins the ball, gives it to Loser. Dely Bashiru, like you said, he plays a bit more on the front foot. He's a bit more positive, so you can have two of them. You can have Loser and Dely Bashiru pushing slightly forward. Okay, one slightly further than the other. You can have that midfield three, which looked quite solid. You can have two wingers that we had today. We sort of, we, when you look at it, we played with a four-three-three. Three. I thought, like, and I agree with you with Gosling's a better right back than Gaspar now. Gaspar just simply hasn't got the legs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rock the Gaspar. Um, but (laughs) you look at, you look at, I know, sorry, cheap pun, mate. It's shocking. Um, (laughs) here's a Saturday night, but you look at, he hasn't got the legs anymore. I think, I think at the moment needs must until we get a decent right back, then we'll probably have Gosling in there. Um, Hungbo is more of a winger, so you can't put him in there. I'm not risking that lad. If not, no. failing that, you put Kamara there. And like I said, you put Morris at left back. You get rid of Cabaselli out of the defence and you put Pollock in there. Yeah. Um, a lot yeah. of people said as well, why didn't we just after punt after Cahill and just stick Pollock alongside yeah. him? So you've got the young lad with a bit more pace and you've got the experienced head that can talk to him all day. Um and it Thank should work you. out that way. Yeah, yeah. And that's. I mean, he's on a free, and he done good I things. mean, yeah. yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, he did good things at Bournemouth. So I would 100 mm. stick Pollock in that um, back line uh, against Norwich. I know people say it'll probably be a risk, but you're looking what Nothing. we've got at the moment. We're hardly keeping. We're hardly keeping clean sheets, are we? So you're looking at that. Yeah. But yeah, in regards your um, topic about midfield, I would 100 percent put. Long-term, the way I see it at the moment, it could obviously change in a few games. Deli Bashiru, loser, and you stick Chowdhury in the centre between those two. So you put a loser on the left, Deli Bashiru on the right of that three, and you have two of the wingers sitting back when we haven't got the ball. But not to the point where... We were well, like we did against Swansea, we're inviting them on too much. It's got to be a point where you don't and I said this to um Dino as well. Our fullbacks, and we've all played Sunder League, even, even five aside, when you're a right back, you just hit the channel. Don't bother pissing about of it. There's no there's no outlet because there's are not a lot of those players, and this is good down to the leadership again. Come and claim the ball. Loses only the real one that comes to him and says, I want the ball. Give me the ball. I want to start something. So what you do as a fullback, you hit the channel. Sar should be there or whoever's on the right. Whoever's right back, say Gosling for argument's sake. Sar's there. He should be saying to him, aim for that. Le- hang on to that left back. I'm going to ping it. So ideally, it's going to fall over the uh, left back. So you, If it goes over, you're through. Just sit on that wing. I'm going to ping it down the channel. Don't hit it in the middle. Hit it down the channel. And then we haven't got. had enough of that. Yeah. And Morris is an old-style left-back. He can do that as yeah. well. And I think yeah. if we're not going to put Gosling there, put Kamara on the right just for the time being and put Morris yeah. on the left. Because I think Morris is a traditional left-back. From what we've yeah, seen right. so far, and against Swansea, yeah, he likes to get the ball across. He likes to try and hit the channel. He's, a, he's an old school left back, a young lad who's, who plays like an old school left back. Surely we've got a right back in the youth system that we can have lurking around the team and possibly bring him on with 10 minutes to go to see what he can do. Surely we've got an option on the under 23s. Isn't that the whole point of the under 23s? Because, you know, I'll ask you, yeah. Ray, what, what, you know, surely we've got someone there. I'm not saying them, but surely no. we can have someone to back up on the bench from the under 23s. I agree.
3: I mean, um, it's funny you mentioned about Morris. He reminds me of a young Nigel Gibbs, um, the way he comes forward. And um, I want to compliment him on that because I feel that he's got a really good, bright future. He's one of the bright lights in a very poor team at the moment, I think. You know, if they gave him a a bit of a go, in other words, gave him a, a bit of a spell in the team, I don't think he'll let us down at all. He didn't let us down Tuesday night, really. Wednesday night, rather. Um, and as for the, what you just said about Cahill, that's the guy I was trying to remember in my, in my podcast earlier. Um, yes, I'll bring him in on the short term um, to discipline the defence, to get some order in there. And also, I think uh, the boss needs to bring in Julian Dix as a defence coach. I think that would benefit Watford as well. Um because of his background and what he's done, I feel it would be an added incentive for the defence to have someone that would concentrate on bringing in a better strategy at the back. But if you've got those two things working together with, say, Cahill in there, uh, a defensive coach as well, then we can start building from the back, get our midfield sorted out, as you've just already said about besharu being in there with um, Hamza and... Um, what, what do call it? KMB. No, yeah. Yeah. I mean, KMB, I think you're right. He needs to be dropped. Um, he showed signs early on, didn't he? At the first start of the season that he, he was really on it. Um, he's, he's lost his way a little bit, whether it's because he's got bored or whether it's because he feels like he's been dragged down by other poor performances by other team members. I don't know. But um, time to drop him down to the bench and bring somebody else in. Bisharu, i will bring him in, definitely. But very interesting about the Cahill thing. I think he's one of these players. He's old school. I think if you brought him in, he would definitely sort out the bat four. He might not be the player he was, but he would bring in the discipline side of it. And he's a leader as well. That would be what we need at this moment of time, a leader to get us through this and get us through this bad patch get some sort of consistency in the team. Mm,
0: definitely. Right. We're going to wrap this up. Duncan, mate, you finish finish off, mate, um, and then I'll, I've got to wrap it up. So, uh, yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you reckon on racing? Quite, a, quite some decent points for Ray, to be, be honest, mate.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I say, wrap it up, keep it brief. I completely agree with what Ray said there, to be honest. We need to see leadership, as you were saying at the end. We absolutely need it. And I do think we have players in the squad who can demonstrate it, but they need to be on the pitch to show it. Mm. I think, was it who was it, was it Ray you said that, or was it Pitch who said Ikong um, was the only one to actually face the fans and clap properly?
0: No, that was, um, I think it might have been Ray, but it was Tom. Major uh, Tom, yeah. yeah.
2: I'm saying who actually, else in the squad would be willing to do that? Maybe... I'm trying to think anyone else cleverly would. I think he would.
3: Yeah, cleverly would yeah. Would. definitely.
2: So Ikong, cleverly, I think Semmer would, but he's not a leader type. He's more he he's not a vocal leader. He's more an example leader. I think Semmer. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah, uh, try. Mm. He is on the plate. I think I would consider does try.
3: Yeah, he does. But he we, he always gives it his all, doesn't he? I mean. Even when this is what I was saying earlier about the consistency, about players who, um, if you look at say three consistent players that in a in a in a team that's struggling, uh, Sema is definitely one of those three that gives it everything.
0: Mm. Yeah, definitely, mate. Right, okay, we're going to shoot off now. Guys and girls, thank you ever so much. Just remember, um, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, that is the podcast that you control the topics and we will discuss them. So obviously, um, I reckon there'll be plenty of topics to discuss um, following on from what we've um the debacle we saw today. That's eight o'clock um, tomorrow night. Just remember, hop on over to uh, our YouTube channel, Tony Army TV. Um, like, share, and if you haven't already, subscribe. If you have already, thank you ever so much. And all you uh, lovely people out there on Facebook and YouTube land and Twitter, thank you ever so much for contributing and messaging in. Um, like, like we always say, you make the podcast what it is. So thank you wow. ever, ever so much. Um, quickly, Ray, mate, um, you got a show tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be about two
3: because I'm um, pub-sitting at the moment for the next five nights at the Crown in Burke-Hampstead because they've got no alarm, so I'm looking after the pub.
0: Cool, mate. What, so, two o'clock, mate, where two can o'clock. we find it if you haven't already? Um,
3: find it on uh, Facebook and, obviously, Made Army if it's put out there, which yeah. I know you do, bitch, and I appreciate <laughs> that. So, it'll be about between two and three o'clock tomorrow. Providing get up on time. I should be all right anyway. I'll be back at six in the morning. So I uh, have cool. six hours and I'll get up and prepare my notes. But, yeah, two o'clock tomorrow afternoon, folks. Do join me. A um, bit of feedback on what's going on out there at the moment and a bit of sport to boot. Um, opinion, there's no right or wrong. I'll be welcome, anyone that wants to come on the show, to give their own side of things. Please do.
0: Cheers, mate. Cheers, Ray. Dunk. Cheers, fella, as always. Um, Like we say, we'll um, see you tomorrow night. Um, Obviously, Sunday, 8 o'clock. Yeah, get on over to the TaylorMade Army Forum. Um, Our podcasts are all um, audio. I did have a bit of a, a struggle getting them all on. But they're all—all all the latest ones are on. So um, head on over Spotify and iTunes, TaylorMade Army uh, podcast, and just a shout out to everyone that uh, went to Blackpool. Hope you had a yeah. safe journey back, and we do apologise. That was a shit show for you guys. You guys, um, absolutely amazing turning up in your droves and singing your hearts out. Everyone could hear it. So, um, well done, guys. Yeah, safe journey home, boys. Um, well, as always, you'd be beautiful with TMA. It's good night from Dunk. Bye everyone. Uh, it's good night from Ray, and it's good night for me. See you later, guys. Yeah, take it.